Hey Israel Story listeners, it's Mishi. So as you know, we're in the middle of our new series, Signed, Sealed, Delivered, which is a deep dive into Megillat Ha'atzmaut. If you've been following the episodes, you'll know that each time we meet a different signatory of Israel's Declaration of Independence, through the recollections of their closest living relatives. We talk about the promise of the Declaration, the places in which we delivered on that promise, the places in which we exceeded our wildest dreams, and also about the places where we fell short. And it is through these descendants of the men and women who, with a strike of a pen, gave birth to this country of ours, that we wish to learn something about ourselves. But throughout the series, we're also going to be releasing a few extra episodes that examine other aspects of the Declaration of Independence. Now, there were a lot of firsts on that Friday afternoon in May 1948. After all, a new state came into existence. But one first, a first that is, as radio people, very dear to our hearts, was the broadcast itself. See, the Declaration of Independence was not only the birth of a state, it was also the birth of Israeli radio. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Technion Israel Institute of Technology is where some of Israel's brightest minds ask the biggest question of all. What if? What if they could take on the world's biggest challenges? What if they could develop life-changing environmental, scientific, health, medical, and technological discoveries that will make a huge impact on Israel and the planet? But they don't just ask the question, they answer it too. They turn those ideas into reality they make them happen. To see just some of the incredible things they've achieved, get the Technion Booklet of Wonders at ats.org wonders. We hope it inspires you to give them your support so they can keep doing what they do best. The American Technion Society. World-changing discoveries by Israel's brightest minds made possible by you. Hey listeners, it's Mishi. Last week we released our 50th wartime diary. This week is Yom HaZikaron and Yom HaTzmaut. And as a way of marking this milestone, and these dates, Yochai Meital and I will have a series of onstage conversations in New York and Cleveland. We'll discuss the process of creating wartime diaries, talk about some of the challenges we've encountered, the dilemmas we've had, the insights we've gained, so if you want to hear what covering the evolving story of this war has been like for us, 
we'd love to see you at one of our events. All the details are on our site, israelstory.org. And meanwhile, wishing us all calm and peaceful days ahead. Okay, we're back. The first broadcast of Voice of Israel, Israeli radio, was at one minute before four o'clock in the afternoon on May 14, 1948, just one minute before David Ben-Gurion began to declare the state of Israel. How did the radio begin? What did they say? The announcers, there were two announcers, they said, listen to Voice of Israel. And the two announcers were at the same place where the ceremony of the declaration of state of Israel was held. This was in Museum of Tel Aviv. Izi Man, a veteran Voice of Israel broadcaster and the country's chief radio historian, is describing what would have normally been the highlight of any broadcasting career. But reality, it turns out, was a bit less glamorous. They were sitting in the toilet cabins of the museum because there was not enough place for them to sit. That's right. The live declaration of the State of Israel brought to you from the bathroom. It was a very small hall. Only the signatories of the State of Israel and the rabbi that was there and few other people were in the main hall. From time to time during the ceremony, uh, two journalists came from the main hall to the area of the toilet and gave them notes saying what is happening now or what will happen later so they could say something. Everything about the ceremony and the broadcast was last minute. That night, at midnight, the British mandate over Palestine was scheduled to end. It was a Friday afternoon. And it was held very secretly because they were afraid that if people know where it would happen, Egyptian airplanes would come and bomb the place. A small team of radio engineers had been working around the clock to get this live broadcast up and running. They took from the main studios of uh, Voice of Jerusalem, the former radio station of the British Mandate. Each time they took some technical equipment with them, in one case, they took it in a convoy that went from Jerusalem to Tel Aviv, and one woman pretended that she was pregnant, and under her address, she hided uh, some pieces of equipment, and in Tel Aviv, they gathered all these uh, pieces together to build a kind of a transmitter. They finished all the installations, luckily, uh, half an hour before, and, uh, of course, they were still afraid because uh, the transmitter was not that strong at these times. So as Ben-Gurion read the declaration, <laughs> Many of the citizens of the new state couldn't actually hear him. Some people say that they heard it even in the Galilee, although the transmitter was very, very weak. <laughs> Uh, some people said that in Jerusalem they couldn't hear it, but still people heard about it. Israel. <laughs> 
I imagine it was crucial for Ben-Gurion and for the government that the citizens actually hear the Declaration of Independence on the radio. Of course, this is the, the meaning of declaration. I mean, if you declare something, you want that people know about it. And in a time well before TV or the internet, the way people knew about things was from the radio. The radio in these times was really a piece of furniture in the middle of the living room. And that's how, very quickly, everyone heard the news. The rumor began to spread somehow, and of course everybody spoke about it. People were dancing. I'm Mishi Harman, and we'll be back next time with another installment of Signed, Sealed, Delivered. Till then... Shalom, shalom, and yalla bye. Thank <laughs> you.